Hey Broadway, uh, here with Luke today and uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the Psalms. Uh, this past Sunday uh, during my sermon I talked about Psalm 88, read Psalm 88, which um, is one of the only Psalms in the whole book that doesn't have any sort of words of praise or thanksgiving to God. Uh, it's really a, it's, it's all lament from beginning to end, um, even ends with saying that that darkness is his closest friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the Sunday I, I mentioned that, that I hope that, that Psalm is an encouragement to us that it gives us permission to come to God in that way, that uh, we hope that in our coming to God, that he'll, he will <laughs> rejuvenate our heart, rejuvenate our spirit and point us to him and um, give us a spirit of thanksgiving. And sometimes he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And that Psalm writer, God inspired that Psalm to be written and, to put, and be put into his word. I think at least in part is permission for us to say that this is a, uh, permission for us to cry out to God with whatever we're feeling mm -hmm. and we don't have to spin it at the end mm -hmm. um, but that God really wants our honesty mm -hmm. um, a couple psalms later is psalm 91 uh, which the tone of that psalm is exactly the opposite it's a psalm of great confidence and, and hope and uh, admits that trouble is, is a part of life but uh, really just has confidence in God's protection and um, just a lot of, of, of praise to God in this psalm. And uh, so I'm going to read uh, a little bit of it from Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. It's a lot different than Psalm 88, mm -hmm. uh, different uh, tone, different, um, the, the psalm writer is in a very different place. Mm -hmm. And so, Luke, how do we square these two psalms together as, uh, as we seek to be faithful to God in our prayers, as we seek to respond to suffering in our life? How do we understand these two very different psalms? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, one way that we, that we could respond would be to say, oh, the Bible's contradictory, toss it out the window. Mm -hmm. Which um, some people do. Some people do. Mm -hmm. And some people um, take, take these, um, these kind of superficial readings and uh, say that that's exactly what the Bible does. And, and so therefore, it's, it's not trustworthy. But to only have the separation be just a couple of chapters away... Um, Whoever compiled this book would have to be kind of a moron. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 you know, and we talked earlier about 
proverbs being, you know, some proverbs seeming to contradict themselves uh, one after the other. Right. Um, and so, which is it? You know, um, I, I think that the that the Bible is incredibly gyroscopic. You know, in other words, self balancing. Mm -hmm. And when we read script, when we interpret scripture in light of scripture, mm -hmm. then we get to a, an understanding uh, and really hear. Uh, I think the heart of God, mm -hmm. um, but we do have to wrestle with it. He mm -hmm. who has ears to hear, let him hear. So it's not going to be something that we get in the superficial reading. Um, and I would say that the superficial reading of Psalm 91, just at a glance, would look like if I trust in God, nothing ever bad is going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I really wanted to say. Yeah. I'm never going to get sick. I don't need to worry about locking my doors at night. Don't need to put my seatbelt on. God's going to protect me. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's easy. So who quotes this mm. Psalm in the Bible? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So if, if we really want the Bible to say something, um, we should be aware of that because our hearts are, are wicked. And, um, we should be cautious if the Bible says something that we really, really want it to say. Mm -hmm. um, but even more than that, we should really be cautious of reading the Bible in a way that scripture, that Satan would like us to read it. Mm -hmm. And we know exactly how Satan wants us to read Psalm 91 because we have Satan in the Bible quoting it to Jesus yeah. uh, in, in the, the temptation uh, of Jesus in, in the wilderness. Satan goes to Psalm 91 mm -hmm. and he says, um, you know, Jesus, you know, paraphrasing here, you don't have to worry about all the suffering and everything that you think that you're going to have to do. Mm -hmm. um, you can have everything that you want um, right now mm -hmm. and I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you just jump off of this, then the Lord will command his angels concerning you. Your father will do that because he loves you mm -hmm. and you won't even step your toe. Yeah. And so Jesus up on top of the temple, he didn't jump. He didn't jump. Yeah, he didn't test the Lord in that way. Which helps us to know that that's not the correct way to interpret that, that text. Um, that it can't be, we can't just pluck that scripture out mm -hmm. of its context mm -hmm. um, and apply it in a different mm -hmm. time and place mm -hmm. uh, in a different set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um so, you know, if we love God and God is able to protect us, is able to guard us from suffering, we believe he's able to do that. Why doesn't he always do it? Why isn't Psalm 91? Uh, why can't we read Psalm 91 and say this is what it means for us today and every day? Nothing's ever going to happen to me that would cause me to suffer. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think that God loves us so much that that pain is actually a mechanism that he uses to, um, to grow us up. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like in James uh, 1, it says, if we persevere through all the various trials that we are going through, that God is, is, is building in us um, hope, mm -hmm. and he's building in us the, the type of character that looks like Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so God really uses our pain to really protect our souls, we think that that pain is is a, is is maybe even a neglect 
And that's what Satan would like for us to believe. Mm -hmm. He would love for us to have that type of expectation mm -hmm. that as soon as we come to Jesus, you know, we're going to be healthy, wealthy, prosperous, kicking 90 yard field goals. <laughs> and there's no, you know, there's no miscarriages uh -huh. and everyone's, everyone gets healed. Yeah. The problem is all the people who wrote scripture that God divinely uh, inspired to write scripture, all of them are, have passed away. Mm -hmm. So it can't yeah. be, we can't read the scripture in that way. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said that Satan would want us to read Psalm 91 in this way. This, the idea behind this uh, podcast is a sermon that, that Luke had heard from Tim Keller called Satanic Exposition, which was, you know, how does Satan interpret the Bible? How does Satan interpret Psalm 91? And we see in the temptation story mm -hmm. that he uh, interprets in this way that Jesus, nothing ever bad, bad isn't mm -hmm. going to happen to you. And so Satan would want us to think that nothing ever bad is going to happen to us so that then when we do go through suffering, you can say, see, God doesn't love you. Mm -hmm. God isn't in control or God isn't there or whatever he, mm -hmm. whatever we may be prone to believe in that moment. Mm -hmm. um, and so for us to have a, a right perspective, a biblical perspective on our suffering and our pain, that um, while God is not the cause, that he has a purpose in it and is going to use it and is going to bring about his purposes for us, and that there's a growth. So this past Sunday, um, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Mm -hmm. Those who never experience any kind of pain, never experience any kind of suffering, don't have that mm -hmm. experience of the comfort, mm -hmm. nearness of God in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we actually, and Psalm 91 goes on to say that God is with us in trouble, mm -hmm. that he will be with us in trouble. And so even within the song, mm -hmm. it lets us know that we can't read it the way that we wanted to read uh -huh. it. First. That we'll never have trouble. We'll never have trouble. And, and, and I, think it's, I think it's good, too, to remember that when that the Lord sometimes does intervene and, and that he spares us from trouble. And I think this is a good reminder of, of who is doing that. Mm -hmm. Who is the author of that redemption? Mm -hmm. Who is the author of, of, of that kind of rescue? Mm -hmm. It's God. And so we should give him the glory. And I think that sometimes um, that God will even by his spirit will infuse us with faith to, for a particular time and a, a particular set of circumstances to, to move forward into something that he's already called us to. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe Psalm 91 is, is an example of that type of confidence, that type mm -hmm. of faith that the psalmist was infused with to go and move forward in the plan of God for that particular instance. But we can't just, even that psalmist wouldn't be able to use that confidence for another set of circumstances. Yeah, yeah that was a, just like Psalm 88 mm -hmm. shouldn't be our, our, our prayer every day. Mm -hmm. In the same way, Psalm 91 can't be. That, that the psalms are written to express all of our human experience, um, both the, the joys and the trials and the pain and the suffering, and give us examples of prayer to help guide us in all different times of our life. Mm -hmm. So um, neither Psalm 88 or Psalm 91 um, are, they're both true expressions and true and right expressions of, of prayer to God, but they're not the only ones that we should ever have. Mm -hmm. Well, friends, we hope as we're continuing to go through this time of 
reflecting on healing community and thinking about our suffering and our pain. Um, this has been helpful for you to think about how to read two very different Psalms, like Psalm 88 and Psalm 91, and um, how to begin to wrestle and gra 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 grapple. Mm -hmm. Grapple. Yeah, it's like apple with a little, <laughs> with the a little tiger. <laughs> Grapple with those differences, and um, hopefully that that will um, uh, help you as you as you read the Psalms and as you use them as a part of your own prayers. Peace to Broadway. Thanks, Luke.